Hello and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode number 154 for the week of March 4th, 2019. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment, recorded each week from New York City and bounced around cables and satellites all around the world. All around the world. And right into your listening device of choice, as always, I'm Paul Tamayo, and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. Yeah, what's your listening device of choice? Uh, a Pixel 3. Nice. So, yeah, phone. Yeah. Phone, yeah. What about you? Phone, yeah. Phone. It's it's sure. a it's a mixture. So like, if I'm home and I'm washing dishes, I'll use one of my little Google Homes or even my phone. But if I'm like, uh, if I'm out and about, it's always my phone. Yeah, phones are dope. What sucks though is that I have uh, I have a really fancy pair of Bluetooth headphones that I love. They they, they were you know critically acclaimed, and uh, I had my eyes I had my eyes on the previous version, but I just couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know. <laughs> Income tax return. Uh, so I bought it not too long ago. Well, I knew that it was coming, so I bought it a little while ago. Yeah. Um, it was after the holidays. And uh, what sucks about these? So I have the I, f- I forget what the the name of it is. So like absurd. But what sucks about these is like if it goes below freezing, it has like touch thing touch controls on the side. Oh. It it fucks up the touch controls, so it'll bring your volume down. It'll skip a track. It'll it'll oh, rewind. That's whack. So I, I've been listening to with my Pixel Buds, which are alright, but like I'm like if it's below freezing, I'm like all right, cool. I get to wear my fancy headphones. <laughs> but if it's not, I'm like well, back to struggle life. Uh, do you still have your Beats? Yeah, I do. I gave them to my girlfriend okay, just because I'm like here. Here's your first baby's first Bluetooth yeah, I got, headphones. Uh, stepped up. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> the ones I got, I, I dropped them in the Discord a while ago. It's like it, it's a, it's a weird ass name. So that there's Sony's. But oh, here it is the the W. Here's the name of, of course. it. The WH one thousand XM three. Cool. Rolls right Try off the tongue. Try recommending those. Yeah, yeah. Have you tried these? No, I've tried the WX two. <laughs> yeah, I one oh seven. Actually, I had my eyes on the M twos a while ago, <laughs> but uh, I just couldn't afford them at the time. But then they came out the new ones. By the way, if you're in the market for some a nice pair of headphones and you don't live somewhere that, that gets below freezing, check those Do out. Those. They're fantastic. It's they're pretty penny, but it's oh, they're like they've they are by far my favorite headphones of all time. Because I know you rock a pair of Bose Boses. Yeah, right? I got my Bose on, and they look like sneakers. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I use these for like uh, my kind of like home stuff, mm-hmm. uh, recording and stuff like that, video games. Um, but the only thing is, it's not compatible with the PS4 controller. Oh yeah. So I have to plug in a mic to use these, um, and then I use my Beats for my everyday. Shit. Okay. Your your yeah earbuds. wire ear earbuds. Yeah. I mean those are still the Beats are really good. So good. They're they they've held up pretty well. I've mm-hmm. had them for almost three years now. Damn. Nice. Yeah. So the battery life on those is crazy too. It's pretty good. Like mine is like getting to that end of life. Oh yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So it's like it's I have to charge it a lot more yeah. now. But it charges super fast. So that's so not fast. a problem. Yeah. yeah. Like five minutes is like two hours or something like that. It's wild. Yeah. And like I have lightning cords all over my work job and yeah. stuff. So and in the car. Well, that's the other thing. My headphones are USB C. Nice. So I have one thing at work <laughs> for all of my shit my phone my yeah they need to really switch. make everything USB. oh man it's like i, I remember someone someone asked a, a few months ago like you know is it is it dumb of me to wait for controllers to have USB-C support and i'm like no it's not it's like that's the future it's so great to have one thing that charges everything not have micro mini yeah. usb all this other crap uh what you been up to this week man not much oh so um this past week was my girlfriend's birthday and shout out to your girlfriend shout out to my girlfriend and she she wanted to go to uh medieval times which we did yeah yesterday <laughs> yo medieval times is dope i only so the first time i went there i was a kid i was in elementary school and we took a class trip uh shout out to ps138q <laughs> um 
And uh, Q stands for Queen. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, and we went. I was like nine years old, and so I was like, I don't know if I'm going to really enjoy this as a 30 year old man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it still kind of has its charm. Like it's still kind of fun to like pretend you're in this like thing. At the, and it's like it's. It, it, I kept making jokes because when I got there, I hadn't realized that like it's Spanish themed. So it's mm. like it's it takes place with like you know in Spain or whatever, and it's like gotcha. these medieval Spanish names and and families and crests. And I'm walking around looking at the ceilings and shit. I'm like, man, fuck this place. Yeah, fucking colonizers. <laughs> My colonizers, <laughs> motherfuckers. If they only knew who'd be coming here one day. Yeah. Uh, but then I'm like eating the fucking vegetarian stew while like horse while they joust and shit. <laughs> but it's so funny because it's like it's Spanish themed. But I guess it's you know because it's the United States and you know white people. Yeah. It's like oh, it's like Sir Santiago they whatever, and like they all they all have like British accents. Sir Gonzalez. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking weird. Yeah. And uh, so they're all Spanish name, but they all sound like British, like you know English knights or whatever. Yeah. Which is whatever. It's fine. You That's how like, everything is though. Yeah. Word. It's like this place takes place in Greece. Why I know this are is they? <laughs> why are they English? Why are they all British? Is this, is this Egypt? What is this? Uh, yeah. Word. But uh, no, yeah. It was still a good time though like it's still like a, a spectacle like if you especially like so i wasn't a little nervous that we were going to be like one of the few adults there like yeah. only adults but it wasn't the case like th- there's a there's a thing you can do where like you tell them it's your birthday and then they announce it and like so while they're bringing out the food or whatever they're like oh like we want to con- you know extend a congratulations to like matthew who's turning eight years old and, and we're like, like yeah like, they're like yeah <laughs> and then like eventually we were like waiting like we're kind of sweating and then there were like a bunch of names that were like and then Lindsay who's turning 30 and you're like, like yes. oh, okay thank god we're not the only ones here shout out to Lindsay yeah word thank you Lindsay for making us feel cool about it but uh, no it was cool it, it was pretty fun um, and then we had another birthday celebration last night which uh, I got a chance to play Smash it. Yeah, let's jump and right in. Let's just jump right in. Yeah, and uh, man, I, like it, it's weird because like <laughs> we basically every time we go over there, we, we like recreate. I, I, I always make the joke that like, wow, we're doing the like Nintendo commercial again. It's like a bunch of millennials at a party, like in a really nice apartment, and they were like, "Hey, man, want to play Smash?" <laughs> and they were literally playing with like the Joy Cons and shit. So, uh, oh shit. Yeah, no, it was it was actually a lot of fun. I, I didn't realize how rusty I was, but then at the same time. Uh, I got f- I pulled off four wins, oh, which nice. I'm pretty proud of. Yeah, I mean, granted, you know, we're not all pros. We all played pretty casually on our own time, but it was still cool. Like the the Joy-Con is obviously not the optimal way to play, not at all. But it's still serviceable. You can still like manage to. Yeah, to dodge it's and a, shit. it's not like impossible. To use, yeah, and it's not super uncomfortable. And we had the little like uh, extendos. The yeah, the bumpers, yeah, which yeah. was nice. Those but, are really good. Yeah. Uh, who's your Who's your main though? So. Uh, Inkling girl still my main. That's still my main Inkling girl. Is dope. Yeah, that's my wifey. That fucking down oh. smash, man. That side or is it side smash? The the, the one, brush. The, the oh, the roller. roller. Yeah, bro. The you, the side smash. Oh yeah. man, you do that shit in the air. Yo, when you catch like three people, it's like <laughs> yeah, you dumb dumbs. Uh, that and like the bombs too. Her bombs. Oh, are, the like, bombs intense. are intense. Really, yeah. Um. But yeah, no, like that that game. I forget how much fun it is. So yeah, Inkling girl. Um. Zero Suit Samus. Oh, Zero Suit. Yeah. She's kind of quickly becoming one of my favorites. And Peach. Peach, I'm still Peach right or die Peach. Always a classic. What about you? Uh, I I, right now, I'm using uh, Corrin. All right. Uh, and I use uh, the Burden Dog from Duck Hunt. Oh, right. Duck, I, the I Duck just Hunt. call them, I'm, I'm just a Burden Dog, and I say that <laughs> constantly. I'm just a Burden Dog. Duck and Hunt. Yeah, Duck and Hunt. Um, yeah, no, I, I still love that game. It's a lot of fun. It's also like fun for like pick up and play stuff. And then they transitioned over to Mario Party. I mean, Mario Kart. And I was like, all right, I think I'm done here. Yeah. Like, I mean, still, like, I still like Mario Kart, but like, I don't know. I was like, eh, I'd rather play Smash. If you've played Mario Kart, you've played them all. Yeah. It's yeah. fun. It's, it's fun. It's a great it's game. Fine. Yeah, I can do let's, one Grand Prix the... and then I'm done. 
but uh yeah besides that um oh so one of the things we covered this week that i was trying to i was talking about last week very vaguely was the ac odyssey dlc update yeah 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 so for those who don't know and if you don't want to have this spoiled for you i guess skip ahead like two minutes i'll give you five seconds to do that now in case you wanted to get that starting now Okay, so uh, the AC Odyssey DLC, uh, for those who don't know, um, introduced a heterosexual relationship for your character. That's sort of mandatory. You, you can't, uh, no matter what you do, I've you tried. Skirt it. Yeah, I've tried other ways to skirt and yeah. try not to be like, nope, I'm gay, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it doesn't happen that way. So either way, it happens. Like, you, either way, either choice you make, you wind up creating, starting a family with another character of the opposite sex. Is it, to, is it like just like the s- procreation part? Or is it a relationship like so that's you thing. have to love this person? That's the thing. So so before the update, yeah. Um, so in the update, they introduce a character called Darius, who's like the proto assassin. He's like the first assassin oh, of like the Assassin's shit. Creed lineage or whatever, because he has the blade. I thought that was Bayek. I guess not. I guess it's before him. <laughs> uh, they keep going back, man. Yeah, right. Uh, so he um, he has a daughter. In my case, I'm playing as Alexios because I, I had to. I was like kind of forced to choose Alexios for work because yeah. um, Heather was playing um, as Cassandra. And if you're playing as Cassandra, you get his son. So either way, you'll never get to choose. Like you don't get to choose who survives uh, or whatever. That's nice. So um, yeah. So to answer your to, to answer your question. Uh, Basically, at the end of the that DLC mission, they're basically on the way out. Like they're like leaving, they're sailing away, and you can choose to say like, "Hey, why don't you stay?" Because like throughout the like episodes one and two, there's a lot of like sexual tension between the two of them. There's yeah. a lot of like romantic like energy between the two of them. They, they have like longing glares. They joke with each other. You know, they they have they share wine at one point. So they're kind of playing up the fact that like they like each other, and you have no choice in the right. in the matter. And then at the end of the DLC, if if whether they go or you ask them to stay. Uh, they fall in love and there's like a there's a sequence even that like there's a montage of scenes where like he you know there's they they share an embrace on the top of a roof and then it's like several months or several you know however many months later you know they reveals that they had a, a child together so um and then even at the very very end one of the last choices is like uh there's a heart there's always a heart next to romantic options and then there's like not a heart for the ones that aren't romantic but either one you choose they okay. still like in love with each other. So the update, what's interesting about the update is, and I made a video about it on Kotaku.com. Check it out. Uh, I, sh- I show like a comparison. And post-update, it's like that's that's things that thing still happens regardless of what uh, situation you choose. But if you let them leave on the boat, they still come back regardless. That that, that hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. But that scene of them on the roof, like lovingly embracing each other, is gone. They removed it. Mm. So it's just like, uh, and then the final choice, like the one that has the heart romantic option, and then the one that's not romantic, they changed the copy on the choice. So it's like super utilitarian. It's like, I chose to have a child to like further the bloodline. Gotcha. So they try to make it like, like no, yeah, it's like, I don't love you. You don't have that much time to recode everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's just change that. Let's just fucking <laughs> edit. Yeah, edit, white delete. out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> white out. Exactly. Um, it's crazy too because like, uh, um, if you if you decide to to let them go, I found like a sequence of events um, that. I didn't include this in the video, but I definitely like caught it with my own eye, and then I played it back on my computer to make sure. And you can tell they cut out the the scene where they're on the roof. They left the frame in there, so you see it like before it like fades out, and you're like, wait, wait, what the fuck? Uh, so you know, they, oh, it's very great. clearly like a kind of edited situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a bummer, and it, it doesn't really address the no. the main uh, criticisms of that controversial ending, especially because like you know the, the the main reason it's a big deal is because before it came out. 
they were like, hey, you get to be gay. Do whatever you, get to you want. You can yeah. do whatever you want. Right. And, and now it's like, yeah, they kind of strip that choice away from you, yeah. which is a bummer because, you know, it, that that was kind of an enticing thing. But it, it, you can, you know, if you're not playing the game, it's so it's such a important part of the DLC moving forward that yeah, I don't think true. at this point they can like rewrite all of that and then rehab, like yeah. reperform it, recapture. Ha- have they it. like come out and said like, yo, we fucked up? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. At least. Yeah. They, they, they've definitely addressed it and apologized it. And I think this is a, a way of sort of like extending an olive branch. Like, yo, we're trying to do something. Like, we're sorry. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and of course, you that know, sucks, you have though. the neckbeards coming out of the woodwork being like, yeah, but still, how do you further a bloodline? Yeah. It's like, oh, well, shit. well, uh. There's plenty of ways. There's adoption. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> plenty of ways to do this thing. Yeah, it's, it's cool, man. Um, science is, is but pretty dope. Yeah, science, yeah, they figured it out even back then. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's uh, it's interesting. I, I kind of like, you know, I guess I'll give them credit for trying to address it to a degree. But also, like, I don't know, man. It's weird that they're trying to shoehorn this thing, like trying to fix it this way. Like, it's not that much of It's like you said before. It's definitely like a whiteout thing. Yeah. It's like not that much of a change a change yeah, yeah. but but that, still like the, funny as hell. it's still pretty funny but the actual like there are some themes about like you know parental i guess like motherhood and like being children or whatever like that they play with in episodes one and two which i think are pretty cool especially because like especially in relation to like the the villain that they portray and stuff like that it's pretty dope i mean i think it's still worth checking out but uh beyond that i've been playing uh a little bit of apex legends i haven't played a ton of it i played a, a bit before we started recording today i love it and it's still so good. It's, um, why is it so addicting? Oh, I still can't pinpoint why. I know, man. It's like it's a it's a nice combination of like everything, kind of on point that adds up to like a, a sublime experience. Mm-hmm. But um, I did see that like the controversy about the hitboxes over the past week. Have you seen oh, that? The legs and stuff. Yeah, like, like yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, what's the robot? The robot uh, zipline. 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 Yeah. Whatever his fucking name is. <laughs> he does uh, ziplines. Yeah, he does ziplines. His hitboxes are off, like his legs, especially like Gibraltar and um, Caustic. I, big I asked boys. that in- immediately. Yeah. I was like, "What are the hitboxes like for Gibraltar?" They're pretty big, like mm-hmm. they're especially in relation to I think the smallest character who happens to be Goth Tracer, whatever her name is. Um, which makes me like a little hesitant to continue picking Gibraltar. Although I still pick him because like the shielding is so useful. It is, and you still have to like. Yeah, I mean, I I play mainly caustic now, like mm. caustic and and um, and uh, what's the the army chick, military uh, Bangalore, Bangalore are like my two mains. But right. uh, since I unlock caustic, I loved his I love his stuff. So like, I play him a lot. And it does seem like I get hit behind shit sometimes. Yeah. I'm like motherfucker. Yeah, come but on. it doesn't like I still do pretty well. Same, like, same. I mean, I guess you that is a big disadvantage for sure. Right. Like, um, but. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if that's like, is that going to make people just not pick them anymore? Like that, the, it's, the pros? It's, yeah, it's it's making me not want to pick them anymore. And it makes me curious about moving forward, how it how it impacts the meta, right? Because like, he's such a useful part of the team, especially when shit hits the fan and I can pop a shield, that my airstrike. All, yeah. yeah, all that shit is like so useful. Even my shield when I'm aiming down sights is like, it gives me, I mean, that kind of combats it a little bit because like, you know, he he won't take as much damage, but... I don't know. I don't know how they change that moving forward. Do they like trim him down a bit? Do they like? I don't know. Change the hitboxes. Yeah, maybe just change the hitboxes a bit. But it's tough because you know it's not like Overwatch where everyone has different weapons, abilities, and like kind of makes sense to balance it that way. Mm-hmm. Like if Tracer's you know super super fast, but she's squishy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But 
I don't know, man. I'm I'm still like not having a bad time picking him, and I still like him. I want to hold fast and and pick him, but I have also been playing a lot more. As a result, been playing a lot more of Lifeline, and uh, don't tell me that. <laughs> him and uh, Mirage, even though Mirage is like his this shit is, is where we're dropping. <laughs> oh my fucking god! I'm sorry. That's no, fine. <laughs> I I I could have sworn it was like a West Indian thing, but like now I'm the more the more I hear it, the more I'm like I don't know. Man. It's like someone heard West Indian once and they were like like oh, West like, Indian. I can do that. Yeah, I can do it. Okay. Yeah, are you sure you can yeah. do that? And then no one on the <laughs> no, team, got... no one on the team was like, it's like my neighbor, he's Jamaican. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, like my cousin is from Trinidad. <laughs> like I I could figure it out. But... Damn, <laughs> that's fucking terrible, dog. But but I do love her as like her abilities and stuff like her little drone healing drone yeah, no, all she's that shit dope. is super useful and that look that shield that pops up when yeah, she's reviving and so all that useful. stuff man and the the care package is great yeah man you get some good stuff out of that yeah um she's really good um i like all the cast like i think yeah. the whole ta- cast is depends on who's utilizing them like have you is there any characters you like you have barely touched or if at all um for me there are like two who's on the top left bloodhound Bloodhound, I don't use too much. I've, I've used him, but mm-hmm. I haven't like utilized him really well. And I've never used the Ninja Goth Tracer. Yeah, me neither. Um, and I haven't unlocked um, uh, Mirage. Yeah, Mirage. Yeah, <laughs> I was doing the swoop. <laughs> yeah, like the hair swoop motion. I got it immediately. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Mirage. Um, but Suhel was using him last night, and he was like, he bamboozled the shit out of mad people. Yeah, like it got us out of jam. That's the thing is like it's it, it's pretty trash if you're like stuck in if you're cornered. No, but, but if like, you got the advantage and you know how to use him right, like he can really like Ray would like we, Ray would be playing Bangalore uh, as well as uh, Mirage, and I was caustic. So me and uh, Ray would just fill the place up with like smoke, and oh. then he would just throw. A mirage through the smoke, and you yeah. just see them, and yeah. it ping, like it pings everybody. So he's oh. like, "They're right there!" Like, and you just rip them apart. That's a dope combination. Mm-hmm. It's a great setup. Like th- those three together are great because I can see through smoke. So if uh, Bangalore smoke is on top of my poison gas, uh-huh. I can see everybody in the smoke, oh. and it's pretty cool. So like. It helps me out a lot. Like I love Caustic. Like I think he's like the dope. Like he could yeah. set up so many cool traps, and like yeah. he's good at alerting you of like all those people behind us. That's what I was talking about last time. Where like I have I haven't unlocked him yet. Yeah. But I think that I would like him because he kind of scratches the symmetry itch for me. Where like you said, like oh I know there's someone behind mm-hmm. us because I had a match before we started where like we were the circle was closing in on the bunker, and for whatever reason me and our teammate we started off with just the two of us, not another yeah, uh, teammate, which which sucked. But like we could have definitely used an extra person. He's also kind of trash, but uh, so we were looking at both both entrances. We closed the doors and we were waiting for like the doors to unlock to then you know no okay cool and then I would you know strike whatever. But uh, it would have been useful in that situation to have a caustic to set up a couple traps to alert us so we could you know focus our way on, in one direction more than anything. But yeah, I, I want to play with caustic. I think he I think he's like, kind of right up my alley. I uh, I played uh, this week with uh, Sam um, from Geek Heart Game. Shout out to Sam. Shout out um, and uh, somebody from their uh. Discord. Uh, I think her name is Megs, but um, if I'm mistaken, I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, we did really freaking good. We played like two, three rounds, mm. and we got like top two. Nice. Like, we got it was down to the wire, man. Yeah. It was so good. We had like such a good game. We all had like two, two kills. Nice, like, nice. It was great. It was great. Yeah, I love that game. Such uh, a great game. Besides that, uh, I've also been scratching, continuing to scratch away at Final Fantasy Nine. Like right now, I'm kind of wandering this new town. I haven't really gotten into much action, mm-hmm. but. I can tell it's sort of like slowly leading up to that. Um, 
I love that game. It's actually pretty good so far. I'm, I'm super, super into it. I'm probably like five hours in or whatever. Are you so over far. the aesthetic? Is it bothering you anymore? Uh, it doesn't bother me as much anymore. I kind of like, I'm starting to appreciate it more. Like trying to like put myself in the mindset of like, you know, I, I wish they would let me put like a CRT filter or maybe like mess around with the visual settings so I could put myself in that setting yeah. again. Like the, you know, the outside setting. But um, it's still, <clears throat> it doesn't really like bother me too, too much. It also has like the double speed or whatever. So if you want to like grind, you can just do it at double Let's speed. Do it. So nice. Um, and then I also picked up Breath of the Wild again. And, and Hell yeah. actually today, our recording day, <clears throat> if you're listening to this uh, yesterday, I guess, uh, Breath of the Wild turns two, which is wild. <sighs> it's been that long already, huh? Yeah, yeah. So I've been, I've been scratching away at the Champions Ballad DLC because I got halfway through it and I never finished it. And I was like, oh, what better time to do it now than like its second anniversary? And on Friday on stream, on our Kotaku stream, I, I sat down with Tim and like blasted through the end of the Champions Ballad. We streamed for a lot longer than we intended to. Uh, but it was a good-ass stream, and I finally fucking got the the motorcycle, nice. which <clears throat> is hilarious because you can, like, do wheelies. You can, like, peel out. Uh, you can, like, swing your sword on it. What, it's what's so the ridiculous. Uh, story implication of the motorcycle? Like, what's the reasoning? Um, there isn't much behind it. It's like, oh, the uh, – it, it's like – there's some character who invents it and i don't know it's like it's just oh, like yeah. definitely like a shoehorned he's like yeah here's a dirt bike here's a dirt bike yeah there's there's no <laughs> real like i love i kind of love that more yeah like yeah. that they didn't really think about it they're no. like we need a dirt bike not a whole lot of thought figure it out like yeah e- even the way like <laughs> the way sim described it was like uh, this is definitely like a, a, a did my homework on the bus like kind of implementation of this motorcycle because there's no I mean it has like the skin of like the yeah. world on it but it's like a fucking dirt bike yeah it's like, a dirt it's, bike you can just like launch off a cliff <laughs> uh, but it's still kind of fun because you can like jump off of it and glide down or whatever it's, it's I really, really love cool. Nintendo it's yeah just please give me more ridiculous yeah, stuff it's, like it's that it's so silly I love so it. good um, yeah and then besides that actually I also played uh, a little bit of Overwatch this week because they announced uh, a new, new character player, Baptiste uh, surprisingly enough, uh, another black character, although not, yeah, a female hero, which is like, oh man, you almost got you were, it. You were close. You almost got it. You guys were really close. Ah, uh, but despite that, yeah. I still do think he's a, he's a dope hero. Baptiste, he's like a he's a Haitian like um, soldier, like ex soldier, but like special forces unit guy. But he's also a medic, um, and I think his power ups are pretty cool. I, I know at the moment it's kind of hard to tell how he's going to impact the meta because he's only available a on the ptr and b they haven't i don't think uh, last time i played at least i don't know if they've done it as of the recording date but they haven't unlocked like regular play in the ptr so you can only play him in like you know free for all Mm -hmm. so it it winds up being like five freaking baptists and one (laughs) you know reinhardt or whatever so it's hard to tell how effective he's going to be but i could I, i do envision him changing up the meta a bit like a bit more yeah down the road because like i think it's gonna take a while to get used to him he has a he has a burst rifle which is pretty accurate from from distance which is pretty cool um his main ability so his his left shift on pc i forget what that is on console now but it's like a self heal and anyone in the vicinity gets healed as well and it's like a it's like a boost heal so it continues to go up which is pretty dope his game changer ability is this thing called the immortality field so he pops a thing and kind of like um I guess like Gibraltar in a way, it, it, it pulls up this, this little field, like a little cylinder, that if you're inside of it, 
no matter how much damage they shoot at you, your enemy team shoot at you, it, it can't get below a certain threshold. So you can't die, oh, uh, which is really useful. Like, let's say if like Afara pops her, her ultimate, you pop that, she can't kill you. Unless, of course, there's a, there's a thing in the middle of the field that you have to you shoot. If you destroy that, then you can, you know, kill everybody. How long does that last? Um, it, I, I think I counted it. It was like seven or eight seconds. So mm-hmm. it lasts a decent amount of time. That's pretty cool. Unless you, like, concentrate your fire on that thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And if you have characters who have like splash damage or whatever, you can sort of but hit that. That could be a deciding factor in like a pushing totally. a point or yeah. like, you know, yeah. defending a point, like that last push. Totally. Yeah. I-, I was thinking about even like certain combinations in which like he can become a real game changer where like, let's say you pop the immortality shield and you have a Reinhardt in front of it. Ooh. That's dangerous because like, first of all, they can't get through that shield. And assuming Reinhardt's in the immortality field. He's good once the shield pops, and you guys are still have full health plus that little. You, just you know, have to clean them up. So if you stack yeah. that at the right time, and and you know you you know who's who's got their alt when and where, like it can really become a game changer. I don't changer. know how the Overwatch team continues to make like these thoughtful characters, yeah, like, just complementary to like one another. Yeah, for it's sure. Really cool. How's yeah. how's the voice acting? Uh, they he's always pretty do good. a pretty good job. Right? Yeah, he's pretty cool. He's, he sounds pretty cool. I, th- I like the way he looks. Like yeah. he's, someone joked in our comments that he kind of looks like a Fortnite character, which is like kind of kind of does. Like character, does yeah. yeah, I'm curious to see more of his skins. I would love to see like how how cool they look. Uh, I forgot. Oh, his other ability too is so his right click, <clears throat> his secondary fire, is a explosive like healing like splash damage thing. So if you see people that are hurting, you just throw it at them. You heal them a little bit at a time, which is pretty cool. And then uh, he can also if you crouch he builds up this special jump and then you can like sort of jump into the air like Farah's boost. So that's, I guess that's useful for like, if you see teammates on the field who are hurting, yeah. you can just heal them from like afar, which is pretty cool. Um, so that's yeah, cool. I do think he's, I forget what his, his alt, is. oh, his alt also is like Symmetra. It's like a little uh, wall, like a square wall that you can put up anywhere and anything that shoots out of it like through it is doubled in damage and healing that goes through it is also doubled oh that's dope so yeah so you can use it like in two different ways essentially um but i could see that really being super super helpful in like certain choke points or whatever and like also incentivizing the team to pushing to push Push to push or fall back back, like or like you know go to a different angle that's gonna stop people it's like the when they introduced the bubble shield into like halo yeah oh shit oh shit (laughs) what do i do what do i I do do. um so i think he is kind of cool i don't know if it's enough to keep me back and bring me back into the loop especially with you know apex kind of taking over my Mm -hmm. life at the moment but it is kind of interesting again i'm I'm very curious to see once he enters the actual like game game to Mm -hmm. see how he changes things up um, and I'm, I'm curious if they'll allow him to be used in the current season of Owl. I, I doubt it, but nah, it'll probably be a while. Yeah, it'll probably be a while. Maybe towards the end. Right. I don't see them like usually. Usually, people don't shake it up unless they like want to throw in some wild card stuff. Yeah, um, but that's that's really cool. They do get them. They they get them into the main game pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is really good. Hey, cat. Um, <laughs> what yeah, about you? Man? So the other game I've been playing is uh, Division Two Open Beta mm. uh, this weekend. Uh, it's it's gonna be over, I guess, by the time you guys are hearing this. But um, yeah, I I got to play it um a couple weeks ago with the closed beta, um, but I didn't get to play with anybody, mm. so I didn't get a really like a ton of out of it. Like I just no, it felt more of the same. Um, you know, they changed some of the skill abilities, like like, it's like your drones and stuff like that. The rolly ball that comes out, right, right. Um, they changed a lot about the health and the healing. So now you don't you can't just like pop a heal and you just heal up. You have to like hold. It's like shield. Basically, you're just recovering your shield, kind of like okay. how they do in um, not Black Ops, but uh, uh, yeah, Black Ops Blackout. 
so you can replace your shield um, kind of thing. So you Got have to it. hold it and you have to stop shooting. Mm-hmm. To or like do Apex. This. Yeah. So you yeah, have yeah. To, yeah exactly it's just like Apex where you have to like just heal like that and your health comes back over time. Um, so that changes the game a lot, especially for PvP because a lot of people were in the previous game were abusing that mm. and they were like basically just overhealing and just constantly healing. If you if you stagger your your cooldowns. You can just be invincible. Mm. Um, so that was like that was a big change. So I think that's going to change a lot of the in-game like huh. um, what is that Dark Zone stuff. Oh, okay. Um, so I think that's going to be pretty cool, especially now that they have a um, a straight up PvP um, zone mm-hmm. where it's just like deathmatch, uh, which is going to be interesting. I have, I didn't get to play that, but uh, this time around I got to play with my my friends that I usually play with. Uh, so we jumped in. We played some of the like regular open. Uh, open world story missions uh, and that was fun and just seeing how like uh the we work together and stuff like that it's very much of the same like they just refined a lot of stuff uh-huh. there's very little that i don't think they improved on um some of the animations are a little weird now mm. like it's harder to get out of trouble um when you're like running away you're gonna die like this game is pretty freaking hard. Yeah, if you get jumped, you're you're asked yeah. Out. You can't really go off on your own anymore. And, like do some cool flanks. Yeah. Like not too much. You have to be very careful because like enemies now they just kind of make a beeline towards you and they just oh. you know, um, they change that a lot. Uh, the falling animation's a little weird. So mm-hmm. he does this weird uh, <laughs> like, you know how like they it looks like you're like um falling through the air and your arms are just like swimming in the it does that for like a like for a really short like period um distance from the um from like a ledge to the ground and it's like oh that looks weird i hope they clean that up that's a little weird bit. that that might I be some tweaking yeah i know it's just it looks really silly and it, it just takes a while to recover um am i low no no i'll just bring, turn it down just a tiny bit sorry no it's okay peaky, peaky, blinders. peaky blinders um and then what was the other big change that i thought was really cool uh, oh yeah, the the enemies don't seem as bullet spongy. Okay, as they were in the previous games, they, they kind of react to your bullets, which is kind of cool. Um, I mean, saying that it it is an RPG still, right? Um, just having them react like to that is pretty cool. And they're not just like shooting and then you just like fall back or yeah. whatever. Like if you shoot them in the head, they do a fucking backflip. Like, <laughs> it's pretty cool. That's cool. Um, and then we got to play. So in the beta, after you do like two story missions. It unlocks uh, an in-game mission for you. So it gives you three different classes with the new special abilities, which is basically these three main weapons. So you can either pick like a really heavy sniper rifle, Uh um, a crossbow, or a grenade launcher. And then it has random like guns Mm. in this class already. And then you can just play it. It's like max level. So we all pick the class and then... We went in. I picked, like, a heavy dude. He had, like, the grenade launcher, a shotgun, and all this stuff. And then we go through, and it introduces this new uh, faction, uh, which is, like, these paramilitary dudes. And they have, like, these drones, and they're really, like... They have, like, these, like, um... Those, you know that robot um, that can open doors and shit? Yeah, yeah, like the bomb squad robot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like that, but, like, these big fucking Metal Gear Solid-looking drones. Oh. And they just, like they look like dogs. It's so scary. <laughs> That's guys, but they're go. really tough. And like um, the in-game stuff was just so good. Uh, the abilities that you can get, 
just shows where this game is gonna go. Okay. And I just had a ton of fun. Like nice. I'm super pumped about this game. So it's gonna be a um, day one purchase for you. One hundred percent. I already knew it was. Yeah. Um but this kinda like solidified it. Especially like uh knowing that my friends are gonna get it mm. as well. Um it just m- makes it that much better. That's like, awesome. Yeah, I, I love the Division One, and and this demo has been really fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they just need to clean up a little bit of like the visual stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm not too excited about the summer aesthetic. Mm, you uh, mentioned that last time. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I thought I would like get over it, but I don't Still. like seeing a army dude in capris. Like <laughs> it's not cute. Or yeah. Shorts yeah. and it's like. There's something about the winter that adds a little bit of like yeah, a, like put that coat on yeah survivalist yeah element. put the hats on yeah. and stuff like that but uh, I wonder if it had, did you notice any like besides time of day changes whether like did it rain at all or like was it gonna get windy or anything hmm no 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 no, no, no like weather that could be kind of cool if it gets that if it get like torrential cool. downpour or something because like, in the first game they had like um they had like the snow yeah with like you, uh, you know, the visibility would be like zero yeah yeah that yeah. was cool. Um, this one it gets a little foggy. That's about it. Mm. Um, that's the only thing I can think of. Huh. Um, yeah, I feel like it would have been cooler if it was like I don't know somewhere in the south or something. Like if it was like Atlanta or something. Yeah. And it made sense for it to be like in the summer where like I don't know maybe it gets a little like gross and muggy or something. I mean, but it like, is Virginia. That's true, I guess. Yeah, it gets hot down there. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm having a ton of fun. Are, are you interested in this game at all? Uh, a little bit. I'll, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit interested, but. Like I always say, like I think looter the looter game genre is not for me. No. I just like don't have the the patience or like the the wherewithal to like you know want to invest the time into that. Like I don't know. I think it's cool and it's kind of a bummer actually. Like to come to terms with that, but I think it's kind of it's one of the no, parts of me like growing of like knowing like okay maybe I should just like let that one go. It's just like uh, like we were talking last night when we were playing uh, Ape, Ape Legs and like uh, my friend was like oh like Ray was saying. Um, like, I'm surprised that more people didn't, like, get this game, like, in our friend group, mm. and not, like, our personal friend group. And I was like, well, not, not everybody's into yeah. battle, battle royales, you know? Like, right, it's right. a very particular type of game. Right. And if you know that you're not into it and you're not... It's a very hard game to, like, learn also. Totally. Like, yeah, you know? one of our friends is buttoned up, like, buttoned up against the, the game. And there's only a certain point where you're just like, yo, maybe it's just not for you. Like, yeah. You know, like, I, if you're not having fun with it, if you can't appreciate, like... Not that there's like a thing that you like. You clearly don't know how to understand. Like it's <laughs> yeah, just like yeah. not like you. You just it's not your thing. Yeah, like because they, it's a purely competitive thing. There's nothing right. you can do kind of outside of that. And you lose more than you win. Way more than way you more. Win. Than you win. So you have to become comfortable with losing, losing, and like finding the beauty in losing, mm-hmm. which is weird. Like it's a weird thing to like come to grips with. But like unless you're like a pro fucking streamer, and you're like, damn it, I didn't win. <laughs> um, there is something Dr. fun about. Yeah, yeah. There's something fun about being like. Oh wow! Like we did way better that time. Like hey, you know what? We almost had him. Oh man! And you and you can let that fuel you in one way or the other. And for some people, they just can't get over not at least getting like. And that's the thing. Like even if you lose, you do get small victories along the way. Like you know, how many kills did you get? How much damage did you output? Uh, what kind of guns did you get a chance to use? What mm-hmm. cool moves or combinations did you figure out? And it's less about like, all right, this round we won. It's you know, <laughs> so it's it's tough. I, I also forgot before we move on to the news. I played another game called Ape Out. Oh, yeah. I heard about this Speaking game. I was going to buy that last night. It's pretty fucking good. It, so It looks pretty cool. I played it like years ago. It Surprisingly, like way before I think we even started the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I played it the same, at the same Indicade East that I played 
Bound at. Oh, cool. And that's when I interviewed them right, for, right, for right. like our little blog at the time. And, um, or was it? Yeah, I think it was uh, Indie Katie's. Anyway, I played it. I was like, oh, this is really dope. This is really cool. Um, and at the time, it was kind of just running it off of a laptop. It was very simple. It didn't have a lot of the bells and whistles it does now, obviously. But Like the music and stuff? Like the music especially. And so I played it on Friday, like real quick, just to kind of dig into it. And I got through like the first the t- first two levels. I think there's four total. And man, it's fucking cool. So it's a, it's a top-down um, sort of like, I guess it's like a roguelite. Um, yeah. So you 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 are you play the role of. And I remember at the time you told me there was a different story, but now it's just there's kind of no story. It's very minimal in that way. Um, and the, the premise is you're an ape and you're trying to you're trying you're to escape. A gorilla it's trying ape to escape. get out of a yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but it's very much like um, Hotline Miami. Totally, yeah. totally Hotline Miami. So you, it, it's a top down view. The animation is kind of cool too. It's like a, uh, this huge ape trying to get out of this facility, and the facility the facilities also always change. So and that'll impact the kind of routes you take. Also, the kind of soldiers that come in the the, the second level, I believe, uh, you're in like a skyscraper, and they, they're, if you get to the wall, <clears throat> the windows, you can push them through the windows, and then like have them fall into the background. They fall on the street level, and they splatter. And essentially, you can also so you only have two options: you can grab people, and it, like instinctually they'll start shooting. So you can like kind of aim the right thumbstick to shoot at people, or if you hit right trigger, you push them really violently, and they they splatter against the wall. <laughs> That's awesome. Some people have like explosives on them, so you have to be really careful and, and really yeah, yeah, really mindful of where you're doing it because you can also hurt yourself with the splash damage. Um, but the the thing that like I love the most about it so far is that like the the typography kind of feels like this old. Um, it reminds me of like these old Hitchcock intros where it was like you kind of like it's also very jazz bebop inspired. Like each level even has like a the album art looks like uh, the album art of like the era. Like if you look at if you got the vinyl from like the 60s or the 70s of like a jazz, jazz musician, yeah. it has that vibe to it. So it's very inspired by jazz. And it's cool because it's like jazz for people who think it's just like Kenny G and you know. Fucking... No, but it's it's that like bass and snare. Yeah, yeah. Fucking crash cymbal. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and it, it looks does... so cool. And the more you play, you're actually playing jazz. So like when you you throw people against the wall, you hear like the tss, yeah. And like the more like you know they hear like the tss, 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 <laughs> and like it's like intense and it's like intense. And the the people shooting at you also adds to like the certain things. And the more you go down the levels, they do really fun things with the typography where they animate it, and it, it, that's why it reminds me of like a Hitchcock movie intro where like the letters will sort of slide off the screen or they'll play with the arrangement and uh it's really minimal looking thing it's also on switch which i think is really cool if you if you kind of like the idea of that um you know mechanic that game loop i think it's kind of cool i mean i don't think i'll spend much time with it but uh maybe i'll finish it one day but i I always buy those type of games and i just never finish them but Mm. I, i do like the you know the, that style of game. Yeah, um, I feel like they, probably... they, this aesthetic looks really cool, and it, like just the picture of it. I saw somebody playing, and I was like, "Oh, that looks really dope!" Like, yeah, just the way it's reacting to everything you're doing, and the music is just like, you know, "Yeah, like... it's pretty dope." Um, so yeah, I, I might I might play it a little bit later. Also, I, from what I hear, it's like two or three hours long total. So how, um, not too too long. Do you know how much it is? I think it's like twenty bucks, maybe okay. less. Yeah, it's so it's not too too bad. But um, yeah, pretty cool game. All right, so jumping into the news this week, uh, with the big news, the big story for the week, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield was announced at a, for a direct earlier in the week. Like it was specifically a Pokemon thing to show. And uh, yeah, it, it, if you haven't heard by now, it's a new it, two new versions of Pokemon, kind of like the way that standard release of two different games because they want to make mad money. Um, yeah. But it's it's the the first 
mainline Pokemon game to appear on the Switch on the on the home console at That's least. That's so weird. Which is interesting. It's weird to like think about, right? Right. Because like you think about Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee and those were like kind of half yeah, stops. Really. Yeah, they weren't quite they were like Pokemon Go mm-hmm. evolution like of a game. But um this is the first Pokemon game on a home console. And uh it takes place in a new region called Galar, which is kind of I get it looks like it's based on like, you know, like the UK. And yeah. uh, they revealed the the three new starters: Grookey, Scorbunny, and Sobble. And uh, all right, off the bat, who are you rolling with? That's a good question. Who are you rolling with, P? I, to be to be honest, I like the designs of these. Uh, my heart wants to go with Sobble, but I think Grookey, the little like grass type, like monkey looking one, looks mm-hmm. adorable. So it's going to be a toss up between the two of them. I, I don't have really any any interest in Scorbunny, but I think it might wind up being. Sobble, just because he's kind of adorable. I always pick a fire starter, usually. Mm. Fire starter. Remember, what was that? Uh, Prodigy. Prodigy. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, ask your parents. Yeah, ask your parents. Uh, Prodigy. Prodigy. I think I would go uh, Sobble. Yeah, he's so cute. He's super cute. And he like he's like a lizard. Yeah. And he turns invisible and shit. That's what got me when he climbed out of the little fountain. I was yeah. like, oh, look at a little, little cute, cute lizard. Little um, I hope they don't get gross, though, looking. Yeah. Because, you know, like that. The third evolution is never really it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, see, uh, one, uh, what do you call that? Series one and two, mm-hmm. those had the best, like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, which we call it's like the evolution. final yeah, evolution. Yeah. After that, it gets weird. Yeah, I'm like, ugh, I don't know. They I go mean, too adult, mm. you know, they don't keep the, 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 the playfulness, the aesthetic yeah, of, like. They go way too adult. Like, like even Charizard is cute. Right, 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 right. That's true. Like, even... Um, they what, become, like, too hyper-realistic. Yeah, remember, like, Chikorita's <laughs> evolution? Like, it's, it's, like, it's cute still. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, yeah. but I know what you mean. But, so, this is a, this one is interesting because, like, you know, previous games have had, like, large towns or whatever, but the, the, the kind of aesthetic in the world around it, first of all, I think it looks pretty gorgeous, considering how good the uh, Pokemon Let's Go... Pikachu and Eevee looked. Mm-hmm. You know, also granted it's running on a tablet, you know, keep that in mind. But um this is another example of me being like, oh, this is this looks cool, looks fun, looks colorful, I you know, it's very inviting, but I know myself. Oh yeah. And I know I won't finish I've never finished I'm a never Pokemon game. Finish this game. I'll never finish a Pokemon game. <laughs> and I and I liked Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. I liked mm-hmm. it a lot. I had a good time with it. I thought it streamlined a lot of things that I make me a little concerned about this new mainline one because you can tell the random encounters are back. Yeah, those are back. And I really liked being able to target See. or avoid certain Pokemon in the grass. So I don't know if I'm going to love that again. I don't know if I'm going to like love going back there. But I don't know. Depending on how it comes out and the reception is, yeah, maybe I'll get it. But I know myself I probably At, won't finish it. like this age and like this point in my life, I would like to see the Pokemon when I'm like, you know, I don't want to fight that shit. Man. Yeah. Um, but that is the fun of pokemon games like right that random shit um yeah this looks pretty cool i'm not really too into the sword and shield instead i guess it's like oh this is britain yeah yeah knights maybe spain <laughs> <laughs> introducing <laughs> santiago de whatever <laughs> that was too good that was yeah. a, too good of an accent yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm I'm into it, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually like glad that it's finally coming out, and Pokemon people have something to look forward to. Did they age up the the protagonists? They do look a little more adult, right? Like yeah, like they teens. Look teens like, yeah, 
going to college. Yeah, <laughs> going to university. Yeah, university. Yeah, sorry. Hogwarts. They don't say college. They <laughs> don't say college, you fool. <laughs> you uncultured swine. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see how, how it turns out when it comes out. If it, if it's good, maybe I'll buy it. But I know myself and I'll, I'll probably never I'm finish it. I'm 100% going to buy this game and I know I'm not going to... I'll get, I'll get like probably to like the third gym and I'm like I'm out yeah I'm done I'm done or like I'll like play you once Mm -hmm. in a battle and just get whooped and be like I'm good (laughs) or is it the first one that I all actually finish stay tuned let's 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 stay positive yeah let's Let's stay stay positive we'll we'll get there yeah we'll get there Um, shout out to Grookey our, our second story uh, is Fortnite borrows Apex Legends pinging system. I'm taking this from culturedvultures.com, by the way. This is a great website. That's You're on there. Um, but yeah, essentially, uh, it is, is exactly what it sounds like. The new Fortnite update introduces a new pinging system that's very similar to Apex Legends, although very rudimentary still in comparison. So like, if you see an item, you can t- ping it, and it'll sort of give you an icon of what it is, although it's not as well implemented because like f- uh, Fortnite characters, as far as I know, they don't speak, so... They'll just be like an ammo icon, a weapon mm. icon. Yeah. Like, mm. uh, and then it has like a little like uh, a ping, like uh, enemy ones. So if you tap it twice, sort of like Apex Legends, it'll show you like, hey, there's Obviously, people over there. Obviously, this is the best system. Clearly. You know? Yeah. Like, that's how we evolve, man. Right. That's how we grow. Feel that shit. Uh, I mean, in Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. We know what they about. <laughs> yeah, right? This is what they do, baby. Yeah, exactly. Like, th- this is what they do, and they do it really well. Uh, but it's kind of funny that, like, it's still not on par with, like, Apex Legends pinging system. What would they call it instead of calling it ping? Ping. Like a... Point? A point. Pointing yeah, system. yeah, like a... <laughs> that's a good question. I don't know. A ding? A ding. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I find it kind of funny that, like, they continue... Like, that, that's kind of the game, right? Like, before we used to be, like, we used to sort of... I don't know, scoff at the idea of someone being like, wow, they stole that. Mm-hmm. And now it's just so commonplace that you don't, no, no one really cares anymore. Like, steal that shit, fine. I'll jump to whatever's, you know. Better. I mean, Apex did it. And then, like, they're sort of, it's only a matter of time before someone comes out and it's like, yo, I didn't even think you'd do it this yeah, way. Exactly. And it's like, damn. That's like, what you gotta do. It's just a continuing, it's constantly being evolved. Pushed. Yeah, and pushed. But, because uh, remember back in the day, PUBG Corporation used to be like, hey, we're suing everybody who, like, who did this. And now it's like, you can't even keep track of who's dealing what anymore. This one, everybody. Word. Jumping into questions for the week, if you have any questions for us, please feel free to send them to our email directly at questions at the-optional.com or drop them into our questions channel in our Discord. If you haven't joined already, please join. Or, if you're feeling brave enough, record us a voice message using the Anchor app on your phone. So, uh, Bo writes in, what is the biggest or most important game save you lost or deleted? Ooh, for me, <laughs> I'm so excited about yours. Um, for me, I guess it was like Dreamcast and like the like the first time I ever played Shenmue, I didn't save it correctly, like on the VMU, and I like took it out. You fool! Yeah, so I had to start all over after like playing for six hours. Oh. but it was as a kid. Yeah, what else are you going to do? Yeah, this is school and playing video games, so... Yeah, what else are you going to do? What else am I going to do? So I wasn't really, like, super upset, but I was like, oh, man. But it did allow me to fix some mistakes that I wanted to make. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it was like a trial run? <laughs> yeah, it was like a trial run, pretty much. Uh, well, I'm very, you, I'm very grateful we live in the day of the cloud save and <laughs> multiple ways to backup saves, which, which I've, like... I think part of is, like, what scarred me for life, which is why I'm always cloud saving the shit out of everything. But when I was a kid, it wasn't actually one of my saves, but I got Toy Story 2 for Christmas one day, uh, one year. 
and uh, I was planning it like a fool. And on my memory card, uh, it was kind of filled up. And I don't know why it was. It was purely an accident. I obviously didn't intend to do this, but I overwrote. Is that the is that the right past yeah. tense? Overwrote. Overwritten. Overwritten. Overwrote. Over- over- uh, my brother's Final Fantasy VIII save, and he was on like the third or fourth discs. Oh. And I remember, like, once it happened, I like my heart just sunk into my stomach, and I like wanted to puke. And I like looked, I like immediately went to the like, you know, turned it off, reset it, went to the memory card menu, and like, it wasn't there. Oh. There was like no way to get it back. And I had to. He wasn't even home. Oh no! He comes home and I, like cry. I was a child. I was like probably like seven, eight yeah. years old. Um, I told him what happened, and I swear to you, he didn't talk to me for like a week. <laughs> like he, I had like completely just destroyed hours hours of his playthrough and he never returned to it as a result and oh i think that's also part of why i want to go back and play it for my own personal like <laughs> right. sense of satisfaction of like at least one tamayo has cleared this game final fantasy 8 is really good i know like some of like the transitions oh. and shit from like fucking gameplay to like as a kid that yeah, blew my freaking mind really cool and i thought and it, some of that's also still in uh, nine too like yeah. well you'll be walking and <clears throat> the camera will move and you're like whoa what the hell yeah um so it's yeah that's <laughs> fucking hurts it's, it really hurts to be honest like you told me this like years ago and it, yeah. i think about it all the time i and think it about makes it me laugh so fucking hard think about it every time i look in, <laughs> in my brother's eyes i go i'm sorry i've betrayed you Yo, what man. was that imagine if that was the moment like he just like stopped gaming yeah like if that was like the moment where he like you know rpgs used to be his thing yeah yeah he was on the third disc bro man that was hard. That was hard for me to. I once cope with. Uh, deleted in sixty four Mario. Uh, like uh, my brother's friend had, uh, he knew how to get all the stars. Uh huh. It was always that one kid that just knew all one twenty. Yeah. So he like came to our house like one day and he got like majority of the stars. He like got Yoshi and shit. <laughs> and I deleted the the thing. But like at this time, like my brother was like he didn't really play too many games, so he didn't care right. as much, you know. Yeah, like we just—I was just like, "Oh, yeah, this is a different world, man." It's like, <laughs> it's different. Um, so he never really like noticed yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah. But still, you live with that. <laughs> but shame. I was like, "Damn, man!" Because like I didn't get to play it. I think that's why. I think I deleted mm. it on purpose. Oh, I didn't. But you know, maybe deep down, yeah, yeah. I deleted that shit on purpose. That's crazy. Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember, remember his name. Uh, Ray sent us in a voice message. Here we go. How you doing, Optional Podcast? It's your boy, Ray, a.k.a. Doc, we gotta go back. At Doc, we gotta go back. <laughs> at D-O-C-9. That's just bad law. I'm just kidding. But um, I guess my, my question for you guys is, uh, have you ever have you ever had a game that was coming out that you had no interest in, and then by the time of launch, it completely caught your eye? Because I've been looking at uh, footage of Days Gone and back at the old E3 conference, the game looked horrible, and now it's it's starting to turn into some monster that's gonna. I feel like it's gonna, you know, take over the the uh, game when it when it comes out. I think it's gonna take the charts. But uh, keep up the great work. I love you guys. All right, peace. Well, at Doc, we got to go back. That's a great question. <laughs> um, yeah, there are there are pl- like a few games like that, and sometimes like I write them off. That's yeah. why my first impressions are always almost usually off in some way. Mm. Um, and it's it kind of it's kind of like a, a blessing in disguise because I'll go into a game with very low expectations and it, it exceeds them regard like off the bat. But there are a couple games even from last year like I, I wasn't really like 
I wasn't looking forward to um God, I'm blanking on the name. Uh to that platformer, the two D platformer that was very hard and people had a hard time playing it. Uh, um, God. The Dark Souls esque one? No. Well that one also I, I completely like caught me by surprise because I didn't even know it was coming out. It just like dropped and I was like, Oh, this is great. But um no, the, the one, one with the, the girl, she's climbing the mountain. Oh, what's it called? With the different ah. colors and shit? Yeah, I had it open on my phone and somehow <laughs> fucking closed the tab. I don't remember what it's called, but you just talked about this recently. So, so it's two oh, Celeste. Celeste. Celeste, I was like, oh, it looks pretty. It's kind of cool, but it's definitely not my game. And then I, it's one of my severe games of last year. That uh, Moonlighter was another game that I kind of wrote off. I was like, oh, this is kind of corny. I don't know if I'm going to play it. I played it and I fell in love with it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, there's a... a Black Ops 4. Black Ops 4 is definitely on that list for me. Black Ops 4 was a game that I was like... Um, I had I been know. out. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I'm not doing this. I don't know if I'll play this. Definitely one of my favorite games in my rotation room, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wound up loving that time. game because yeah. it just felt good. It, was, uh, it also kind of like came at the time around around the time that Battlefield came out. And Battlefield like kind of fell flat for me. It, mm-hmm. it, it felt like, I, you know... I was anticipating something cool, and and for for whatever reason, I don't know why I thought it would kind of scratch that itch for me, but it it kind of didn't. Like th- it had its moments for me for sure. Like I think I still think it's a solid ass shooter. I think it has time to really kind of gain some ground and hopefully gain gain some of those players back. But Black Ops Four just fired on all cylinders. Like the regular multiplayer was fire. Blackout was fantastic. I I barely scratched uh, the zombies. surface of zombies, but. It was just like, whoa, I didn't expect myself to prefer Call of Duty this yeah, year. Yeah, no, that's a perfect one uh, for me. Uh, in recent times, like, that that really completely, in, like, I actually bought it and, you know, got in and stuff like that. But I think more recently uh, than that, it was uh, Metro Exodus? Yeah, Exodus, yeah. Uh, it was the new one that came, uh, it came out already, actually. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I had no interest in those, in those games previously, and then, yeah. like, Leading up to it, I was like, eh, not it. And then I saw one trailer, or I saw a piece of gameplay, and I was like, I want that game. <laughs> I really want that game. I still might actually buy it, even though like I've been reading a lot of stuff that's like, it's not, it's not really you know, hitting right. Um, but I still might buy it when it drops in price. But uh, that's another question like that I find interesting too is like I know a lot of like players out there, even some of our audience, that put a lot of weight into what we think or what mm-hmm. critics think about a game. And I'm curious if, like, if you in particular have ever heard the reception around the game that have been, like, either lukewarm or even negative and made you want to play it oh, yeah. even I mean, more and check it out for yourself. So a lot of times, I, I when a, a game is, like, negative, like, bombed or, like, reviewed, that makes me want to check it out. Mm-hmm. There's something there that, like, am I going to be the odd one out? It's just like this, I just want to know if I'm the odd one out. Like, it, right. do I, will I find like some, some value in this game like even um what's the uh the one with the terry cruz crackdown three. crackdown i want to play that game yeah Just i like because, that i like it like you know what i'm saying like i, I really want to play that game yeah. because i hear such bad things about it i'm like it's crackdown yeah yeah like <laughs> what were you guys expecting that, that's right. kind of how i feel about like so if it if it gets tanked then mm-hmm. i'm like i'm less inclined to like maybe want to check it out mm-hmm. and waste my time but if it starts to like hover, I mean, if we're if we're talking about numbers and grades and ratings, if it hovers around like the six to seven mark, yeah, I'm like, oh, maybe I want to check this out because there might be something in there that I'm gonna really love. Because like those games, in my in my experience, are like kind of goofy games that are trying new things, right. and sometimes every once in a while, not in Crackdown's case, but 
sometimes they're actually like trying new things that are a little ahead of its time. So you're like, oh, and it even like makes me consider things that I don't like. And like, well, I like it, you know, three years down the road, six months down the road. Like, I know I'm the odd one out when it comes to Tetris 99 at the moment. Like, I feel like everyone loves that game. But I also feel like, I think I might have even said this on the show, but I do feel like I kind of sprinted through the life cycle of that game for me much faster than most people because, you know, and this this also is not like a blanket statement. This is a personal thing. But I do think that like I kind of ran the game through its paces really quickly because I'm, I love Tetris and I'm really fucking good at right. it. So I knew like I can really isolate the pain points a lot quicker. Um, and some people will defend it. And like, if you like that game, that's cool. I'm like, that's, that's great. But also like, it's interesting being one of the first times being on that side of, Oh, you know, it's, it's happened before with like Witcher three where it, I, I just didn't really get it at first. And yeah. with horizon. What's the game, like the games that you were like excited for and just like, didn't, Mm. Because like when I think about this question, I, I more times than not it, like I I don't get hyped Same. for a lot of stuff anymore. So like, um, I think Anthem got got me a little yeah. bit in the very beginning, like when I was like, oh shit, Bioware is doing a fucking thing that the I like. Story man, yeah. yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. And then I saw more of it, and I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm glad. I'm kind of glad I didn't. I don't. You know do it right. at least not yet it right. could it could turn around like it could be like this great game soon and, right um but it's just not there for me yet that's what makes me like so that's what i was so hopeful for with anthem was like for a lot of these looter shooters mm-hmm. i'm so sorry i have to call them that but <laughs> um they don't they don't hook me through the story and i don't think, I don't think they're meant to like they're meant to just get you in that loop mm-hmm. of get more gear and grind and then get better gear then uh, you know grind again get better gear i think that's fun i think it's like kind of cool to repeat that over and over again but i think that like we talked about it on an episode of viewpoints of like with anthem in particular and maybe even the, in the divisions case uh how do you tie how do you thread in a story in that and make it sustainable like it's it's pretty in my opinion almost impossible and the first well, person to do it well i think I think I think Destiny did it well. You think so? Yeah, I think that they they got their shit together with the grimoire and stuff. Like they're telling really cool stories in the grimoire. Mm. It's not the best way to ingest it. That's what I'm. That's what I mean. That's what you mean. Yeah, okay, yeah. so it may not be the, it, but they did fix it a little bit. They okay. made it easier to get to the grimoire, not just a phone app. Okay, okay. you know, like you in the first game, stuff? you do have to read stuff because like mm. there there isn't really a way to get everybody to ingest the the story because you're made to play these games with your friends. Right. So how do you get everybody to ingest the story at the same time? Right. And not have people rewatch the same cutscene over and over because you're not going to be playing it at the same time. Right. So like, right, 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 if right. you're not on one day and I play that mission and then you get on and I want to play it again with you. I got to watch that shit again. Yeah. Like you can't really do it that way. So you have to leave it in audio logs. You have to leave it in the codex. You have to leave it in, you know, like I think destiny does really cool stuff where like it makes you a small part of this large world Uh where it's like, you're just seeing a A piece piece of it, of the iceberg, you know? Right. And then if you want to, you can dive in and get that story that you, you need. I mean, not, a lot of people don't want to read the stuff, but it's yeah. it's there. Like, the story is there. Um, in the Divisions case, I think they do a really good job with the hollow, the the holographic thing. Oh, those are cool. Yeah, yeah, Those are cool. Those are really cool, and You actually. get, like, little bite size of, like, oh, shit. Those are one of my favorite parts of that game, actually. Yeah, no, really cool stuff. And you get a little piece of, like, their, um, 
like their bio, like mm-hmm. their age, their, their title. It's yeah. like, oh, these two people are talking. Like, why? And then they they can tell us cool stories through that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I actually really to to the, to the uh, to the division's credit, mm-hmm. I do love those small vignettes because. Like you said, it gives you a small piece of a larger mm. experience that you're like you're on the ground, <clears throat> oftentimes literally. You're never gonna... on st- on street level, looking at a car flipping over or right. people getting executed, and you're like, "Oh, this is fucked up. This is really dark." Um, but I was listening to uh, Kotaku Split Screen. Shout mm-hmm. out to that. It's a really great podcast. Um, and Jason was talking about how Jason Schreier was talking about how like it would be cool though for one of these games where you're in a game with three buddies and you're sort of going from point A to point B like let's say an Anthem or mm-hmm. D- Destiny's case or the Divisions it would be cool like if like a game of D&D some of the decisions you have to make that'll unfold the story down the road are things you have to sort of play within each other so mm-hmm. like who's going to stay behind and defend who's like we need two people to, to break off to this branch and like go to the sewers and two people to go on the roofs or like you know, uh, we have to sacrifice somebody or like things like that. Like, and obviously like it's not sustainable because everyone is sort of the hero all at the same time, right. which I think is kind of the problem. I think like not the problem, but it's the challenge. Yeah, so I think it doesn't the, make you feel like a team. Right. You just feel like four independently. Yeah, right. Like you feel like four fucking Avengers mm-hmm. and you're like, you know, granted there's team play within no, there, but, but like they all have their ego. And yeah. Their... They all have their own spinoff movies. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but um, there's going to be, I, I can't wait for the day where Maybe it's not this forever game that Destiny Division Anthem want to be because obviously there's like a monetary incentive behind that thinking of like we got to get people we got to feed people mm-hmm. man we got to have them <laughs> come back every week bro so like maybe it's not that but maybe it's like maybe it's like a, a seasonal drop right mm-hmm. like maybe yo here's here's my here's my idea let's go maybe it's like uh what's that game uh, and, I, and the other thing is too is like maybe it's not a shooter. But maybe it's this really self-aware experience that knows it's a game and know you have to repeat it. I've, I've also been watching a lot of Russian Doll on Netflix, which I, I think is really good. I love that series. Yeah, it's man. so it was Great almost series. my feeling. It. Uh, so maybe you, you're aware of the fact that you have to repeat an experience, and you're doing it with four people, and you release them in episodes. Not to go back to episodic releases, but just follow me down this rabbit rabbit hole. Uh, so each time you play it, it sort of unfolds the same way that uh, Until Dawn unfolds, where instead of, it's kind of like that idea they had with the mobile phone where people are voting or whatever, but instead of that, like maybe you're one of the characters. And so it's, instead of like it being like a cosmetic thing that, that you get the next time around, maybe it's like, I don't know, there's something there that like has, that you can already experience with like a game of D&D or, or Pathfinder or whatever it is, like there's a way to implement those mechanics into one of these games and also tell a very simple story. Like, tell a story that makes each player an actor. So, like, it becomes, like, I'm the hero. No, you're the hero. I'm the villain. Like, no, he's the villain. So you're making your own story as it goes. Sort of, yeah. But Because, it's, like, D&D, there is no story, but right. there is. Right, right, right. You know? Like, yeah. the characters are the story. Like, these little, the individual uh, like the, like a, the a white is yeah. has this background. You have to know so much information to defeat this enemy. Uh-huh. That has they have their own little stories right. to go on. But that's all like that's not there. That's not on the surface. That's not even that important. Uh-huh. It's more about like the journey, right? To get there, so, and that's kind of what these games yeah. are, right? It's like <clears throat> it's less about like, oh wow, we <laughs> we we save these civilians. It's more about like 
oh shit like pop your shield and i'll pop this turret <laughs> yeah. and like that's where the fun that's happens the fun right? Is, right so it'd be cool So like if, you're saying like just stay away from the trying to shoehorn that stuff in there in, especially in a shooter experience yeah right. like let's try i mean like I, I, that's the thing about it's like video games.com it's like that's the problem right it's like shooting yeah. it's what we do yeah, it's what we do uh yeah. shooting tm trademark <laughs> it's like man like i mean not, not to you know not to be like shooting games suck like all the games i play have some sort of shooting involved for sure but it would be kind of cool to to play with that formula a bit and i don't know like there there is going to be a game that comes out that the same way apex you know kind of was like Switches oh it, up, it makes sense yeah. this makes so much sense and there we're almost there. there there is something there where you can like get it yeah yeah i, I wonder how many people care about the story about the story mm-hmm. in a game like this you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like i'd rather get my my um my story from the last of us or uncharted yeah um like you know like th- those are those people and then they come to here just to shoot and like talk with their buddies on, talk online. To the, yeah this yeah, is yeah. the way to catch up with your friends and stuff word um but a lot of people want that mixed experience where like i want some story like i don't really necessarily care about the division story but it would be cool to like know what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. Why have a motive? Right. Like I, I don't have. I booted it up. I was like, okay, oh, you want me to go to the White House? Cool. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know why I showed up. I know you put out the call of the division and agents. I'm the hero. Yeah, I'm the hero. You're mentioning New York. I know what happened there. Right. Are you assuming that every player knows what happened there, and where will I find that information? Right. See, like, so here's my thing, right? Let's say, again, we're going down rabbit hole city yeah, no, here. fuck it. This is all hypothetical. What if the division was like, all right, you're a division agent, and you're going to play with your three friends. I want to play this game as a, a rebel mm-hmm. with my three friends. And what if there's, like, a larger meta game happening over the course of, like, let's say a season or something, mm. where we're constantly going back and forth. So, like, make... Make it alliance, make an allegiance to a faction or something. Right. But you have to do this in the dark zone or something like that? Yeah, maybe it's in the dark zone. And then, like, at the end of every season, so, like, much like a D&D game with a dungeon master, mm-hmm. the developer being the dungeon master, they go, okay, this season, the division agents won. Here's how season two will play out now. Right. Granted, that's a fuck ton of work, right? It you, is a lot of work. Because you don't want to make a, a whole game that like never even gets touched because, you know, one season one, whatever, you know. Yeah. But, and like, how does that like, so, all right. So like the division agents win that season. Does that mean that the people, new people that are coming in, are they automatically going to pick the winning side, the winning side? Right. And then the developer would be really smart to be like, okay, well, if you pick the rogues, now you get better equipment so you can you know you don't have enough ter- territory mm-hmm. it's like oh maybe it's a game you like taking over territories or whatever right. that's like the the mechanic but you know you get more better equipment to do so even though you're overwhelmed by like your odd the odds are really hard but you're right. getting like really cool equipment you're getting more drops because you're bro it is like an incentive to do either or right yeah, you know what's crazy? That'd be cool. I'm thinking. I'm thinking I think about that's it. more sustainable, though. Yeah, like for a forever game. Like if like, Apex did it, right? I, I'm. I, I, it's crazy because I'm thinking about this and also like coming off the heels of like going to medieval times. <laughs> that's basically what medieval times is. Yeah, 100. Like, you're assigned a knight. Yeah, and you're like, fuck it, I'm riding with this knight. Isn't it wild that we do that though? Like, yeah, just give me a color. Give me a team. A flag. 
Yeah. And I'm riding for you. Like, let's go Knicks. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I mean, we're we're tribal by nature, right? Yeah, so 100%. we're like, I want to be this. Like, I'm I'm a like, what? Who's your main? Yeah, like, that's a question you always ask people. It's like, what tribe are you? What's the thing in um in uh, what's the Inklings? Like, they do always do like ice cream versus oh yeah, ice yeah, cream yeah. sandwiches, the splat fest yeah, or whatever. Splat fest, like. Yeah, what if it's like? I mean, it's an evolution of the splat fest, or even um, what was that game? Uh, Let it die. Where it was like regional, right, uh, yeah, and that and that cool. that one had its problems because, like you said, people would just join the winning side mm. all the time. But what if it was regional? What if it was like, all right, New York? I mean, granted, that's a little unfair that's because unfair like, too, New York would yeah. have millions of players, and then like you know, Oklahoma would have. Would, there is there is a there is a shout to Oklahoma. There's an answer. Yeah, there's something there, and it's yeah. exciting because like these these first games are the one, and this is what makes it even more exciting because like Destiny Two, and from what I've heard about Forsaken and all that stuff, like it seems like they finally got it back on track yeah they, they put more story into the yeah. cutscenes and, stuff and that like makes that. me want to even consider jumping back into destiny but i know myself i probably won't stick with it i mean just do the main story yeah well i did oh yeah destiny okay. 2, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so like that that makes me excited about like okay these games that are getting a second shot mm-hmm. at, a, at a first impression right so it's like division two presumably on launch will be fire right and then it'll like hopefully get better and better as opposed to like anthem's launch which was supposed to be this thing that was like it reminds me of like destiny killer yeah it reminds me of like obi-wan being like you you are the chosen one <laughs> uh, it's it's a bummer because it did, yeah it didn't work out right yeah. but uh but yeah there's so many possibilities where this can go and it, it's kind of exciting another thing is it's just like you know yeah i mean these things can always be you know adjusted and changed which is exciting like yeah. I, I want the best for Anthem. I, I hope they can get it together. It's only been out for a month. Yeah, not even right. A couple of weeks, so they can probably figure it out eventually. I think they can. I, it's just one of those things. Like, is it too little, too late? Yeah, that, that's a bummer. Especially like a lot of the you know reporting and stuff that we've been seeing, especially out of like shout out to Jason from Kotaku, who's been talking about how like you know this game clearly wasn't ready for launch, and it should have been like an early access. And if anything, you know it sh- it should have been hey, jump in early, help us figure it out and grow it and, you know, t- tweak it and stuff as we get closer to lo- an official 1.0 launch. Which one we call it is still in beta. Just think about that. Which one? Fortnite. Fortnite, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that, that's a great excuse, baby. <laughs> like, get people to play test. Shit, yeah. Pay, like, people paying to play test your game. Exactly. That's that's crazy. the genius in it all. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm into it, man. Yeah. All right, cool. So jumping into feeling it for the week, feeling it is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. So I have like one and a half. So my Sweet. half is True Detective just ended last weekend. I heard. Man, I heard it's good. So good, you know man. What? You guys gotta watch this. I show. keep I keep having this moment where I'm like, I sit down, like I want to watch something. Let me watch something ridiculous, and then I watch like the Great British Baking Show. <laughs> so like. The, is, now I'm gonna like write it on my fucking forehead. Yo, like, true detective, true show. detective. It's just the acting in this season has just been so good. Um, the Mahershala Ali, phenomenal. Go. He should have got an Oscar for this shit, yeah. or the Emmy, or the Tony. Whatever you uh, get, whatever you get, get him a get him some, get him a trophies. Nickelodeon yeah, choice get him award, the, 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 choice the blip, award. the blip. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, so my girlfriend put me on to this artist called uh, Dijon. Ooh. D i j o n. Um, he has a project out, and it's called uh, Sci-Fi One. Um, and he has—he's uh, an R&B artist. I'm okay. in my R&B mode right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's very good. Um, I'm really into it. It's good, like mood music. Uh, lyrics really good and like emotional and sentimental. He has a great voice. Um, yeah, uh, and it looks like that. 
Yeah, sci-fi EP. Yeah, yeah I got it. Sci-fi Damn. one EP. Um, and he has very like if you're into like Frank Ocean, mm. you can tell he's very inspired by Frank Ocean, uh, which is like a cheat code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like you like I, I love that. I like that sound. <laughs> uh, so if you're into like that kind of mood music, uh, R&B flavor that I'm like, that's pretty much all I listen to right now. Sorry. Um, it's very good project. I'm really into it. I like little short projects. Like yo, give me seven songs perfect yeah yeah yeah. same yo <laughs> heavy same yeah i'm good with that i can ingest it all on a train ride yeah i'm great you like I, I like that i like that and what actually, it gets you like it makes you appreciate each song more totally yeah i, cause I like, think i'd rather have like a, a small collection of solid ass tracks than like have filler not filler but like songs that maybe yeah. gotta use a little bit more time in the oven but so, yeah, yeah i haven't finished the um the whole project like i just started it yesterday she was like, please listen to it. She's been like drip feeding me this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was like, listen to this. All right, I was like, all right, I'll start. Yeah. So on my way home, I started. and then uh, Nice. Yeah, it's it's a great album so far. Dope. Uh, yeah, mine are two similar, very, uh, very similar like EP type things. Mm-hmm. One is from an artist who I fucking adore. Uh, he's also the man behind Mondo Grasso. Oh, dope. So yeah. his his real name is Shinichi Osawa, and he produces more electronic heavy stuff as opposed to the Mondo Grasso stuff, which is more like funky, bossa nova mm-hmm. style stuff, and, or, or more like samba style stuff. But his um, his, he just came out with a new... Anytime like I have alerts set up, so it's like, hey, he just came out with a new thing. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh, God, I drop everything and like save it to my phone immediately. But he has a new album. Also, if you've never listened to Shinichi Osawa, he's on like spotify i'm assuming he's on itunes or apple music um definitely check out shinichi osawa but he just came out with like a four or three track ep called opus um and it has like a few songs on there that are very like slow down and like minimal like they're not his usual fare of like heavy electronic like bass lines and like really thumping music it's more mellow and kind of perfect for like the end of winter vibe at the moment right now where like the sun doesn't go down at like three o'clock or whatever and then my second one is an album by a Chinese artist, actually, that I had recently discovered mm-hmm. called Lexi Liu. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was like, I couldn't place like what language it was and I had to like, like on Spotify, looked up her bio, whatever, and find out she's from, she's from China. And she's kind of leaning into, again, another short album. It has about eight songs on it. Um, really, really dope. It's called, uh, I think the, oh, the album's called 2030. And uh, it's got, like, this R&B, very inspired by, like, you know, popular music as it is now. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that, kind of in a very similar vein to, like, a Frank Ocean or, like, a, I don't know, any maybe even more, like, more, like, in the weekend wheelhouse. Gotcha, where it's, gotcha. like, kind of that, like, you know, like synth heavy. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> and it's very, like, cool sounding, mm-hmm. like, like very hip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But it's cool, like, hearing it come out of, like, China, like, with a different spin on it, it's kind of interesting to listen to so uh yeah those are my two feelings for the that's week that's cool very music heavy feeling i want to listen to that uh, second one there. yeah yeah it's pretty dope um but yeah so before we wrap up the show how can the people find you online i've quit social media y'all oh that's a good idea psych i'm back i'm back i'm back on i just, <laughs> just reactivated yeah, i just reactivated i love twitter and i hate it at the same time but you can catch me there at Cappy can't lose c-a-p-i-c-a-n-t-l-o-s-e um be there be square uh, same bad time, same bad place. Nice. I'll be there. I'll be around. It's true. Uh, I'm also there on Twitter and Instagram at Pauli Mayo. That's P-O-L-I-M as in Mary, A-Y-O. Again, that's Pauli Ma, yo. Just like, you know. Yo-Yo Ma. Yo-Yo Ma. Yo. Tomato. <laughs> Potato. Did you ever uh, take that um, 
regional, like the New York Times uh, accent regional. Oh, yeah, text. I think so, yeah. yeah. Was it the one with like the street names and stuff? Yeah, well, yeah. they do like, oh, what do you call this bug? The oh. roly, you know, roly-poly or yeah, potato yeah. bug or whatever. I think I did. Yeah. I was all over the fucking place. Yeah? Well, it's mostly like New York or like South. Oh, the South? Yeah, because like black people are mostly like Southern. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the South, you say? The South. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Maybe I'll take that again. Yeah. But um, thank you so much for listening this week. If you have any questions or comments, send them over to questions at the-optional.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, please be sure to subscribe. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, and Spotify. Uh, if you could take a minute to rate and review us on iTunes, though, that really helps us spread the word. Oh, my God. It's so, so helpful. Please take five minutes. It really helps us out. And if you like the show and want to help keep it going, please check out our profile on Anchor uh, and click the little supporter button. So if you go to anchor.fm slash the optional podcast, you can hit the little supporter button on a a web browser and uh, give us some money. Also, thank you to Sam for joining our uh, supporter. Shout out to Sam. Oh, my God. How how dare you be so generous? What's wrong with you? (laughs) We we appreciate it. How dare you? Our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com as we can find the show and share it with your friends. As always, we can be reached on Facebook and Twitter at The Optional NYC. Our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack. You can find him on Twitter at underscore L-E-V-I-P-A-C-K. So until next time, everyone. Have peace. a good one, man. Have a good week. Seriously. Like, make it the best. And also, if you listen to this right now and you're on the East Coast, uh, prepare for snow. Oh, God. It's probably already snowing when you listen to this. Sorry. Yeah. Get your Tims ready. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>